You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. Do us a favor. If you don't already subscribe to the podcast, if you would do that for us, I would appreciate it. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Also, if you're watching us on the YouTube channel, please hit subscribe, plus hit the notifications bell so you know when we have a new video. Thank you so much for that. I am Scott Colbranson, your host, my co-host Mo Moten. Still a little bit under the weather. We hope to have him back on Tuesday, maybe tomorrow for the Friday mailbag show. We'll see how he's doing. Uh, but he's getting his rest and he's getting his, uh, his game ready for Sunday covering uh, the NFL for Bleacher Report. So a shout out to my friend Mo Moten, who will be back soon. All right, let's get into this. Uh, coming up on uh, uh, this game, this game is Sunday against the Colts. Uh, the Raiders, so, so we've talked. I've heard a lot of gnashing of teeth. You've heard us go off on this show for the last week about this Raider team. First, the, the, the debacle in New Orleans. Then you go to Jacksonville, another 17-0 lead blown. So we've been hard on the Raiders. Jonathan Abram released, of course, this week as well. He is gone, the first-round pick. The draft class for John Gruden and Mike Mayock classes have really, in my view, set this team back three years. So if you look at that situation and saying goodbye to Jonathan Abram, they asked yesterday on Wednesday, uh, Josh McDaniels about it. And he said, hey, listen, we were going in a different direction. He didn't, he, I'm paraphrasing, but uh, he didn't go into detail. The reality is they weren't happy with Jonathan Abram. His playing time was being reduced. They were playing Trayvon Morig, who actually is not performing well either, but that's who they were committed to. So they were going with Trayvon Morig. Uh, and you saw Jonathan Abram on special teams more often, which is always a bad sign when you're a first round draft pick and supposed to be a starting safety. Of course, the Green Bay Packers picked up Abram off waivers on Wednesday too, the same day he was released. Uh, and so, so uh, we wish him the best as well uh, to, to further his career in green Bay. But the reality is the draft class, this is why the Raiders are two and six. I, I understand you want to talk about Josh McDaniels and you want to talk about the coaching and the game play calling and the game management. That's all fair. And you know how I stand on that one. I've told you over the course of this week, starting with Murph and I on the postgame show and Evan and I on the postgame show leading into Tuesday's show. And now today, you know where I stand on it. They got to do better. Uh, Josh McDaniels has not done well. 
but he's not going anywhere. So that's the thing. I'll, I hear see, I hear and see a lot of you with the fire McDaniel's fire, and it's it's a constant drumbeat from you. But the reality is, the reality is he's not going to go anywhere. Now, if something changes between now and the end of the season that changes Mark Davis's mind, that could happen too. I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibilities, but at this point. I would say it's 95% chance Josh McDaniels is coming back next year because Mark Davis has already said it, and they don't have the roster. I think that's the one thing that I take away and want to reiterate from Tuesday's show, which is we overestimated what this staff could do with the lack of talent they have. You see it on defense, not offense, but you see it on defense especially. Defenses just don't have the players. They don't have it. They went out and tried to get some guys. Deron Harmon worked out. Rocky Seen worked out pretty much. But those aren't all pro-type players. Those aren't game changers, okay? Nate Hobbs has been injured, unfortunately. They're thin in the defensive backfield. They're weak up the middle at linebacker and on the defensive line. Although, if you read my piece up on sportsnot.com, the Raiders player stock up and stock down piece that I published on Wednesday, um... You'll see, I put Cleve Farrell and Farrell Jr. as well there too, because I think they're getting better on the inside. Are they anywhere near where they need to be to make to make a massive impact on this team? No, but that's okay. You got to have some positive news, Raider Nation. You can't just wallow in your anger and self-pity, right? Um, you have to look at that. But anyway, so back to the point, the roster needs help. The roster needs help because of bad drafts. I say it almost every time on this show. The most valuable thing in the NFL is a great player or a very good player on a rookie contract. It allows you to have talent to cycle through your roster with guys that don't cost you as much and you can spend where you need to spend. Now, the Raiders will have cap room. They have decisions to make about Derek Carr, maybe even Darren Waller. By the way, we got a report on Darren Waller from Josh McDaniels who said, I think he's going to be out there today. That was on Wednesday. We think he's turned the corner. Um, that's not exactly a, a ringing endorsement. But I'm going to side with Darren Waller on if he's injured, he's injured. I, but again, you have to separate your emotional piece of wanting Darren Waller to be out there from, is he really hurt? Because of the preseason stuff, some of you doubt that he's hurt. I don't doubt that he's hurt. Come on, I, he's hurt. What bothers me about him being hurt is not that I want him to rush back, because that's a tough injury, by the way. It's a very tough injury. If you if you come back too soon or you tweak it too much, you could lose even more time. What bothers me about it is the Raiders gave him the contract they gave him when they gave it to him. They should have waited till after the year. That's the only problem I've ever had with. But that's where we are with the roster. Now, we look at this game against the Colts on Sunday at Allegiant Stadium. I know you guys are all be at their tailgate. It doesn't matter if the Raiders are 0-17-16. You're going to be out there tailgating and having fun because you support your team. But this Colts team rolls in, fires Frank Reich, their head coach. They don't have a quarterback. Mike Ryan was a bust. They got this kid starting at quarterback. They have Jeff Saturday, the former offensive lineman, for their team, beloved character in Indianapolis, was coaching high school and was asked by Jim Irsay, the owner, to come back and coach the team. This set the world on fire on many fronts. There's one front that believes that it violates the Rooney rule and people are upset about the racial component here. 
Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I don't understand that too much. I get it. I wouldn't want this job as on an interim basis knowing that you're not going to win. Yes, you could you can maybe get some more out of these guys and do better than Reich was, but I just don't see it. That's just me, though. It's my perspective. If you differ on it, cool. You can make the point to me on social media or somewhere else. But the other part is he had no experience. National media has gone bonkers over this. They have gone absolutely ape you-know-what. I don't understand it. Like, whatever. But Jim Irsay is a weird dude. He's a controversial owner in some ways, and so I understand it. But Jeff Saturday is the coach rolling into Vegas. And, oh, by the way, he's got no experienced offensive play caller, right? So if the Raiders can't win this game, then we all, all of us Raiders media, Raiders content producers, we might just need to shut it down. Because if the Raiders can't beat this team at home where they're at, then there's real problems. But I don't believe that'll happen. I really don't. I think this is the week the Raiders get back in the win column, and they badly need it. They need it for confidence. They need it for all of you as fans so you can go to work on Monday morning feeling good about yourself and your Raiders gear and the fact that they won. Uh, and they need to start building that home field advantage. I don't care what the record is. They just got to do it. And I think they will. You look at this Colts team. I think this is the week the offense puts it together. Now, last week I picked the Jaguars, so I was right about that. I was very pessimistic about this Raiders team. I'm still not convinced that they got it all together. I still think Derek Carr is not comfortable. I still think they're missing a, a rhythm to the offense. But something just tells me it's going to happen. Something tells me this game against the Colts is going to be a good one for the Raiders. I think the defense, because this team with the play calling and all that, yes, the Raiders don't know what's coming at them because they, they have no game film to watch of what this guy's going to call because he's never called anything before. Crazy as that sounds. But I think the defense, with some of the movement, Jonathan Abram being gone, you know, it sends a signal to the other players. You better pick it up, right? I'm, we we just cut a first round draft pick, so I I think these guys get it together. Are they going to be a great defense? Never, never. Are they going to be a okay good defense? No, <laughs> not until they get bodies. But what they will do is play better. So knowing that and knowing the disadvantage that the Colts have with a whole new coaching uh, philosophy, standard inability to call plays because the guys never called plays before. Um, is I think you see that, and then I think you see a demoralized Colts team. Now, they're all professionals, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're going to go out and roll over. But when you're in that situation, it's tough. I mean, look at the Raiders situation at 2-6. and six. That's tough. Imagine your coach is gone, uh, and you have somebody else calling the plays, and you have this young quarterback who's not won a game. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a bad mix. So here's what I got. I got the Raiders 
in this one, 31 to 20. 31 to 20. So I think they win pretty handily. I think that defense gives up 20. Could the defense give up 24? Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll change my projection. As bad as the Raiders' defense can be, I just think with a inexperienced play caller that they'll hold them to 20 or less. I know that would be a big victory, but I think they do it. Raiders 31, Colts 20. They're going to miss an extra point or something. I don't know how. I don't know how to get to the number. I'm just guessing. But anyway, that's what I think. And I think I think this week you see a better week from Derek Carr. I think you see a better week from him and Devontae Adams. I think you see a better week with Hunter Renfro involved in the game. And if some by some miracle, if Darren Waller gets out there, even on a limited basis, I think you get him active uh, and it changes the dynamic there. So we'll have to see it all goes down. But um, that's what I got, Raider Nation. I think it's going to be a good week for you. I'm here to affirm that your team will win. Bank it. Tell me if I'm wrong. I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, but that's what I got for you. We're at the end of this show again. Thank you guys for being with us. And thank you very much to our special guest, Jeff Perlman, author of The Last Folk Hero, The Life and Myth of Bo Jackson. Seriously, folks, go read the book. As a Raider fan, as a Bo fan, you're going to love doing it. Just a phenomenal walk down memory lane for me, but also uh, just, I think, a great insight into the man that is Bo Jackson and the player that is Bo Jackson and what motivates him and why he was different and why he truly is, in addition to being an amazing football and baseball player, uh, he really was a folk hero and perhaps the last one because of how everything now is filmed and on tape and uh, on your phone and all the social media channels, all that stuff. Just a very different time and probably the last guy who will ever capture the imagination like that. All right, for my co-host Mo Moten, I am Scott Colbranson. Uh, This has been Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. We'll talk to you soon, Raider Nation. Enjoy the game and hang in there. It will get better. Take care, everybody.